Hello and welcome to another edition of Bat Books for Beginners. This is Nick and today we're looking at Batman 4 of a Kind, which is a trade paperback that was published in 1998. And it contains four separate stories, each devoted to one of Batman's villains and his first encounter with them, as well as exploring their psychology and origin. So, the four stories we've got are, the first one is about Poison Ivy, it's from Shadow of the Bat Annual number 3, and it's written by Alan Grant. The second story involves the Riddler, uh, and is from Detective Comics Annual number 8, written by Chuck Dixon, and art by Kieran Dwyer. The third story is with the Scarecrow from Batman Annual 19, written by Doug Monk. Artists are Brett Blevins and Mike Manley. And the fourth story explores Man Bat, written by Chuck Dixon, art by Kike Kilchitina from Legends of the Dark Knight Annual Number 5. So here are the stories of each. Hey, aren't you that plant lady, Poison Oaky? Ivy, Poison Ivy. Sorry. First story involves Poison Ivy, and an Ivy poisons Batman with a kiss at a charity function. And the story really involves Batman rushing to find the antidote, which it turns out is a second kiss from Poison Ivy. It's a very brief story, and we only get to see a glimpse of Ivy's backstory with no real explanation as to who she is or why she's in Gotham. It's slightly disappointing, and since this book promises origins of the character, it certainly isn't in this story, so I'm going to be moving on. The Riddler story, however, does deliver, informing us of Nigma's childhood, and it treats the reader as if we are a psychiatrist at Arkham, asking him the questions. We begin by learning that Nigma cheated to pass a puzzle competition when he was at school, which led him to develop a passion for puzzles and tricks. As he got older, he turned to crime for a solution to his boredom, but found simple crime very dull. So he developed the Riddler persona to liven things up a bit, until Batman appeared and he then started to treat his crime as a form of art, trying to intrigue and confound the Batman, who he considers a good challenge. The Riddler commits a heist involving a bank and a reservoir, uh, which gains him the credibility he wants amongst the underworld. And he then attempts another job stealing and holding some valuable instruments for ransom, but it goes wrong, and that's why we find out he is in Arkham telling us this story. And this story had a great little twist at the end too. Excellent, really enjoyed it. Now, the Scarecrow story begins with Batman investigating murders at Gotham University. And then we begin to understand where the Scarecrow came from via bullying and loneliness at high school. And Crane developed his persona at Gotham High School and tested it out on two people who he wasn't too keen on at the school. He later goes on to perfect his fear gas at Gotham University and even forces his teacher to commit suicide and takes the job himself. He's later sacked by the board at the university for his violent class demonstrations, and so he kills the board, of course. These are the murders that we learn Batman is actually investigating, and he later tracks Scarecrow down and sends him to Arkham with the rest of Batman's villains. And the final story was regarding Man-Bat, and this tells us of how a deaf Dr. Kirk Langstrom experimented with bats, and when denied further research funding, decided to test upon himself. His hearing suddenly returned with much more potency than before, and he slowly transformed into the Man-Bat. He left his fiancée and hid amongst Gotham, attempting to commit suicide at one point. And he eventually stumbled upon the Batcave, and attacked Alfred. Batman subdued him, however, and returned him to his fiancée. 
Kirk Landstrom was returned to normal thanks to his own treatment being reversed by his fiancée, and he completely forgot about the incident. But we all know that Man Bat will return at some point. Now, I felt every story, apart from the Poison Ivy story, was really good, with the Riddler one in particular standing out as exceptional. I think this book demonstrates the strength of Batman's rogue gallery, with Batman being a secondary character throughout the book, and the focus being on the villains, but we're still very interested in what's going on, even if Batman is taking a back seat. Now, the Poison Ivy story was dull, didn't deliver on what we were told about her origin, etc., and it was a very dull mission for Batman to complete, and it was over far too quickly, and was a really poor way to open up the book. I was very, very disappointed with this story because I wanted to learn more about Poison Ivy, and didn't. The Riddler story, as I said, was outstanding, and it had everything that the Poison Ivy story was missing. We really understood what the Riddler's all about, how he came to be there, what makes him so unique as a character. It's fantastic storytelling, and to tell it as the reader is asking him the questions was a great idea really worked for me. It's a good lesson in how to tell a good story with very little time. The Scarecrow story had a solid origin setup and linked him with Batman's parallel story while he was investigating the murders as well. The artwork was particularly impressive in this story with the lanky Dr. Crane standing out. He may have looked a bit cartoony but it really worked for me and I think it fitted in with that story very well. Man Bat is a character I've not read a lot about, but he's never really appealed to me that much before. I think he's a bit one-dimensional. But this short origin tale intrigued me a bit more, and I'm looking forward to reading some more about Man Bat. The parallels of Man Bat and Batman are what makes this character strong, like the opposites of Joker and the Batman. It's usually these ties between certain villains and Batman that make the villain interesting, but these parallels weren't explored with Man Bat very much because they probably didn't have the time. In conclusion, I think, as a book, it's, it's very interesting to have four different short stories with four different art styles and writing styles. I think most of these stories could have done with a little bit more time to explain the origins. Scarecrow and Riddler stories got through their origin well, but the Man Bat and the Poison Ivy story may have needed more time to flesh out the characters so the reader actually cares as to what's going on. And so you can actually create some sort of interesting story because I think they lacked it a little bit, especially with Poison Ivy. If they had this extra time, the entire book would have been improved. Now, individually, these stories get very different marks in my eyes, but as an entire book, I'm going to mark the book with 4 out of 5 batterings. And with a better Poison Ivy story, it definitely would have got 5. I hope you made extra. Who the hell are you? Just a friend. But you can call me... The Riddler. So that's Batman 4 of a Kind. As you can see, I quite enjoyed it. Next time, I'm going to be reviewing Batman Terror. You can go on the forums and tell me what you thought about 4 of a Kind or any of the other books I reviewed, as well as reviewing it yourself with the polls on there. You can also email me at nick at thebatmanuniverse.net and you can send me any questions or queries or comments. Well, that's Bat Books for Beginners this time. I've been Nick, and I'll see you next time. Mind. How does it feel?